Hey everyone, and welcome to the Irenic Ref Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Gross. The word Irenic means aimed at or aiming towards peace. And my goal with the podcast is to try to create a bridge between coaches and officials by showing the humanity of each other in a more robust way, which isn't necessarily achievable in the minimal interactions a coach and official may experience during a game. With all that said, let's get to it. Today's guest has been officiating for 31 years. Of those 31 years, 18 of them have resulted in him officiating in the state tournament. And of those 18, every one of them has been at the AA Boys Tournament. He has officiated multiple region championships prior to the change to the South Dakota 16, and then has officiated in almost every SD16 since its inception. He also worked many years as a college basketball official, and last year was named the 2022 to 2023 Boys High School Basketball Official of the Year. In his spare time, he enjoys playing golf and has conquered the incredible feat of not just having one hole in one, but two hole in ones. Please welcome Jeff Schroeder. Jeff, thanks for coming on the show today. Uh, You're welcome. And so first, I kind of want to jump into something that, um, you know, is... It's pretty intense, but I think it's worth mentioning. So I think it's about five years ago. Uh, you're on a college court, had a heart attack, and it, it seemed like there's a bunch of good things, but like the situation isn't the greatest, but it was a bunch of um, things in place that really helped through that um, situation. Do you want to you know, just talk about the situation, all the things that happened, and how... <laughs> that maybe has like shifted basketball officiating, the equipment that's available, and different things like that? Well, yes. It was a little over five years ago, um, December of 2017. I was working a college basketball game over in Marshall, Minnesota on New Year's Eve and uh, um, collapsed on the basketball floor, had a heart attack, as you had stated, uh, was pretty much – not alive for six minutes. Um, thank goodness, uh, as you had stated, uh, it probably couldn't have happened at a better place if you really, you know, if, if there is a, a, a good place to have a heart yeah. attack at. But uh, um, two wonderful trainers that were, you know, on site, as well as a, a nice young man, uh, a doctor from Tennessee that, uh, was there, um, actually was the head coach, Brad, Bid- uh, coach Bigler's, uh, son or excuse me, brother-in-law. <laughs> and, uh, so they ended up using the AD and, and revived me, um, after doing CPR for, uh, five, six minutes. Um, and, to answer the second part of your question uh, or statement, uh, yes, it's. I believe through this, whether or not it was just my situation, there's been a couple yeah. uh, in the last couple of years um, uh, that have also, I'm sure, helped out the cause to 
have AEDs in all the gymnasiums now. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure was not the case before this had happened, but our state of South Dakota made it a, uh, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, to, to, to have all the, the gyms have an AED in there um, from that, you know, situation. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, I'll just end it at this, but, you know, uh, God was definitely didn't want me to go for some odd reason that day. So, um, thank goodness. But, uh, so. Yeah. And I, I appreciate you, you know, sharing that is as tough as it may be and, and whatnot. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just crazy. Like I said, with all the, the things that are going on with our state association, how they're really putting things and implementing things in place for, um, yeah, those sort of things. So they do not happen. And if they do happen, then there are things there to then help, whether that's a coach, someone in the stands, an official, even God forbid a player would to go down with a situation like that. Um, you know, it, it's really cool to see our association do things like that to really ensure the safety of everybody that's involved in this. Yep. And, I would agree 100%. Yeah. And so, uh, just following up with that, let's just get into a personal introduction. Tell me about yourself, uh, your family, maybe like, I know we briefly talked about this before, but where you were, where you were, uh, you know, brought up and different yep. things like that. Uh, so, um, as, as you had stated, Andrew, my name is Jeff Schroeder, uh, married to my wonderful wife, Larissa Schroeder. Um, we've been married for pretty close to 25 years, 28 years, um, uh, for that matter. Um, we have two wonderful daughters, uh, JD and Gabby. Um, both are attending colleges. One's up at the University of uh, Jamestown in, in North Dakota, studying business and plays uh, hockey for their uh, women's hockey program. Um, my oldest is 24 years old. She is in PA school at uh, the University of uh, Northwestern. Uh, she graduated from Nebraska with her undergrad in, in, in PA school at Northwestern. Um, and she's out and about uh, at doing her clinicals at multiple different places uh, yeah. coming up. So um, we live in Brandon, South Dakota. Uh, we've been there for uh, our whole lives, both me and my wife. Um, yeah, work in Sioux Falls for First Premier Bank. Um, and like I said, I've been, you said it at the beginning, I've been reffing for 31 years uh, basketball. Yeah. So, um. fun fact about that: if if people want to know, I am 31 years old. Just to put that <laughs> into perspective, but you know, you talked about you know hole in ones. You got two of those. Uh, are, are there some other hobbies that you have besides golf and officiating? Um, you know, my hobbies right now consist of us traveling around, watching my my daughter I, I i retired from ref and football yeah uh last year so that i could go do that and and that keeps us busy her her, her schedule goes from from the fall all the way through the middle of the winter to, you know towards the uh march so um we're busy yeah we're busy traveling we enjoy it but uh um that's kind of what i do and summertime it's it's uh 
you know, stuff around the house and, and, uh, and golfing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I can just, I can just think about my grandparents, not saying you're that old yet, but just thinking about my grandparents and how they would come to every sporting event, almost every grandchild that they had and just the miles they put on the time. So I completely can see like, is this the one in Jamestown you're talking about? Yes. And that's, that's already a hall in itself for home game. And then you go all the way down to Doan or wherever. All over the place. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that conference is, is massive, but yeah, that's, and that's, that's super Cool, super cool, super fun to to learn more about you yeah. in that way. So let's even go deeper in the sense of officiating. Um, tell me more about the people that kind of got you into officiating, and, and even like the influences. Like I said, the people, the influences, but also like how how that came about, how you got started in officiating. Well, my dad started me in in officiating. Uh, uh, still remember this day, the the first game I got to go with him was over in Slayton, Minnesota. Okay. Um, yep. Slipped on the in the locker room floor, the old wooden benches in there. <laughs> caught my head on the corner of the deal, had stitches, had to go to the local hospital in Slayton, Minnesota and get get stitches in my head and um, but we still got to go to the Magnolia Steakhouse back when it was actually in Magnolia, Minnesota. Okay. Um he was like I said, um that's really the, the, the main reason how I got into refing is just because that's what my dad did. And I, I went along with him and, and, uh, I went some different routes than what he went. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of course they didn't have camps and all that kind of stuff yeah. when he was, when he was refereeing. But, uh, um, I, I, one of my longest people that I've been refing with, uh, um, I can remember we used to go over and work in Laverne, Minnesota, their Christmas j- junior yeah. varsity basketball yep. tournament over there is Jimmy Ricketts. Okay. Um, so, uh, we've been, <laughs> as long as I've been reffing, so has he. So, yep. uh, we kind of, we kind of got into it together, you know, at about at the same time. So, um, you know, doing the sub varsity stuff, but, uh, um, man, I got a lot of people who I, you know, owe a lot of thanks to and stuff like that you know uh, um not so much with basketball but football i i i name a keith matisse and you yeah. know he he's like my older brother you know kept me kept me going in football it's hard to go on friday nights when when your families your kids are going to the games and doing all that kind of stuff but yep. uh, people like him and and my buddy out west uh, mike kirkaby um you know he's he's kept me is kept that, me on is the, that the tin man is the tin the, man okay. yep, the tin man yep uh so but there that's just to name a couple i mean i've got so many good friends from 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 refing that that i've worked with for so many years guys that aren't working anymore that i i go out to rapid city or something to do the state tournament or to to work out at the lni or anything like that and, yep. and guys that i used to work with out there still to this day are really really good friends of mine and even excuse me even around here it's uh it's a anybody who's ever refereed it's a it's a different group of people yeah. who you 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 hang around with and and um have people's backs you know yeah. what i'm saying so absolutely but, uh, and, and i'm sure with those friendships come a, a fun story or two or three and and maybe you want to 
you can maybe like say let's let's hear a fun story maybe within the realm of basketball whether that was on the court or something but then maybe maybe one outside that maybe involved basketball but just was a fun memory with some other people um you know one of my i guess favorite stories even though it happened during covid and um our wives couldn't go to the game because they wouldn't let any more than people's family in the games. Mm -hmm. But, um, I got to referee with Jimmy Ricketts and Levi Pearson, the two guys that I went down on the basketball floor with for the first time. And that, it took a while. We made it work. And, um, Mr. Fiala got us a game together and, and, uh, um, that was, that was a story in a, in a night that, that, uh, you know, I'll never, I'll never forget. Um, uh, so I'll tell one quick story. This was back when, uh, this pops into my head. This was a game. It was back. Sioux Falls Lincoln was playing Spearfish. Okay. I remember the game. It was Spearfish was really good. They were both ranked. I want to say it was one and two, but it, yeah. they were both in the top five. And this was back in Lincoln's old gym. Okay. So it's a Saturday afternoon game. They had played Friday night and then Saturday afternoon, and place was packed. You know, yeah. they shut the doors and everything. And ball goes out of bounds 30 seconds into the game, and this young lady, high school student from Spearfish, was like, you know, some bad words came out of her mouth and told me I wasn't very good in a in a in a uh, nice kind way I would say <laughs> so it just so happened the ball went out of bounds the next trip up the floor right smack dab in front of her and I can remember seeing that young lady's face I kind of put the ball up next to my mouth so nobody could see me and I said you know young lady you drove a long ways you better hope this game's on the radio because you're really close to listening to it on the radio. And she never said a word the rest of the game, but, I mean, it was – I thought to myself, I can't be that bad only 30 seconds into the game, yeah. you know, type thing. But, anyway, that's that's just little things like that that – but – Yeah. Was that was that around, like, the Matt Martin era? Uh, or? It probably was fairly close to then. Okay. I can't remember – they had a couple of decent years in there and i remember matt martin because we worked him in the state tournament out there but so it had to been close okay i just didn't know if that was one but that'd be definitely would be a fun one to see him live i know i went out beans from here on we went out there in 2004 Mm -hmm. to see here on win but that was i did the game yeah just seeing him so (laughs) that's awesome you were on the court i was probably yelling at you so that's a, a different and and uh you know, different side to be on, but um, it, it for me it was one of the reasons why I ended up getting into officiating was I'm like oh, I think I can do better than these guys. Not that game specifically, but you know through high school, and then you realize very quickly how much like man, there's a lot to learn. It's and different. It's different. Yeah, absolutely. Did you? Um, was there a point in your time of officiating where you're kind of like, man, I'm really good, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I really have a lot to learn. Was there something like that, or did you kind of have good mentors like uh, Ricketts and um, yeah. Fiala and people you like know, that that kind of... The, the, the guys who the guys who I <laughs> went with, the, the, the who I called the older veterans who aren't refereeing anymore, yeah. um, they, were, they were great. I mean, they... 
but I also, I also took the time to, when I was doing sub varsity and, and this is the one thing I don't see a lot anymore, yeah. yep. but I always took the time was I was, I said to myself, I'm going to be there. Yep. I might as well make it worth my time. Yep. So I would always ask them, Hey, could I stay in here and listen to you guys do whatever? And, mm-hmm. and they were all so cool. Uh, um, like the Rick Bromers and, uh, like I said, the Fialas and, and, um, um, Gary Reeds and, and, uh, oh God, big, um, Clyde Hagans and okay. things like that. Uh, um, quick story with Clyde Hagan. Yep. I go out to ref. I'm, I don't know how many times I heard <laughs> the story of him getting drafted by the Dallas Cowboys, but okay. we go do a game one time and it was like one of my first couple ESD games that I'm doing, you know, and two man back then. And, and, uh, we walk out or go into the locker room and he, He's like all serious with me, and he says, we're going to wear these out in warm-ups. And he gives me a pair of these big old black, thick, <laughs> like you can't even see out of them glasses. He goes, put them on. He goes, we're wearing them. I'm like, are we? You know, so I didn't know. So we started going out, and I, he's like, no, we're not going to wear these. You know, but, yeah, we them guys were so good to myself, I, I hope. I hope that that's the way that I am. I try to do my best to to help people out and and uh, especially the younger kids. Give them my time. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be that person that you know. Well, he, he's kind of you know doesn't want to give me his time or whatever. Yeah. That's just um, because the people who are in front of me, mm-hmm. that's the way they that uh, I thought they were to me. Yeah. Is that they gave me their time. Yep. You know, so um, I don't know if that answers your question or not. I'm kind of rambling on. No, but, that's that's perfectly you know. fine. Um, yeah, and I think that it's, um, you know, it's it's good, especially when you look at the numbers, look at the stats of the officials, the ages, and things like that, to you know be able to pour in. Even you know me being my first state tournament last year with you being there, just even the little critique, criticism, even help that you gave me throughout the tournament was nice. And I, and I think that was. I don't. I think it's common that that sort of thing happens throughout. You know, whether you're at a state tournament, whether working with you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in regular season games, or even just the cadre of people that were there, they gave you really good feedback and and made sure and wanted you to get better yeah. because they didn't want you to be like you made a state tournament, good job. Like you got to be better than well, that. And I think there's always um, there's always always places to improve with refereeing. Yeah. Um, nobody calls or refs a a perfect game i i've trust me i have made <laughs> plenty of mistakes yep. and and i'm sure if fans were listening they would say well yeah you have you know <laughs> um but i've also learned from every one of my mistakes and i've i've made myself better because of those yeah um, um nowadays um I know with the guys who I, a lot of people who I associate with, I mean, we, what, what I think a lot of people don't understand about referees and in our community is, is that we're probably our biggest yeah, critiquers and our biggest, you know, people who, you know, think critics is what yeah. I'm trying to get at. Yeah. And, and we, watch more film and nowadays and yeah. 
watch games and talk about plays more than I mean I don't during the season we're constantly on the phone talking yep. plays or riding to games it's not just going and refing the game and being done yep. now I'm sure there's some people that do that and that's fine yep. that's that's you know but that's how you get better and, mm-hmm. and you you learn from your mistakes and I think over the past 31 years I've I've had plenty of mistakes and I think I've learned from most of them yeah so. Absolutely. And is there, I don't know if it would be necessarily a mistake, but like maybe an interaction with a coach, whether that was a fun one, a memorable one, maybe there was a mistake you had and you went up and you're like, hey, there is a funny story with this coach or there was a mistake that was on the floor and you just had a good interaction with a coach. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. As far as with the head coaches, yeah. and I'm, I'll be honest, I, I've, I've made a lot of friends throughout refereeing um there's some i i don't care for and i'm sure they don't care for me yep um and that's just being honest i try with the head coaches to be as professional as i possibly can whether it's we're on the floor during the game before warm-ups all that that's just the way i've always been yep where my stories come out and and the fun comes out more is with the assistant coaches yeah okay i've gotten some of the assistants are where you you joke around a little bit to take the the edge off or whatever. And yeah. I'll I'll throw one name out there. He's now a head coach, but he was one of the he and he still is one of the guys who jokes around the most with this sure. is, is is Pat um, McClements from Watertown. Okay. Yeah. Great dude. Uh, as an assistant coach, he I always felt like he helped us had our backs kind of you know um and i i praise him for that because he lightened the the load up a lot when you were when you were doing his games and stuff like that but um the coaches and i think over the years you earn that with coaches you earn your respect yep um sometimes it takes longer than not you know um but i think i've earned some respect over the years um not not every night's going to be a friendly night with people. <laughs> yep. But you want to know what? I'll guarantee you, you walk away, you see them at the grocery store or something, and it's totally different. Yep. Um, I will go back real quick to my situation that I had five and a half years ago. Yeah. Some coaches, I, I, I will honestly never forget them – what they sent me as far as cards and uh, um, Mr. Roby, um, he was there the day I got out of the hospital and helped me carry all our stuff, my stuff down him and his uh, um, assistant coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, th- those kind of things, regardless of what goes on in a basketball game, yep. you, you don't, you can, you can throw the, the referee coach thing out the window. Yep. That's, that's, that's friendships, Yep, you know, um, and uh, uh, same with Mr. Buddenhagen from from here on. Uh, same thing. Some very very kind, generous, you know, words and stuff that that I, those those things there, I'll never forget. And mm-hmm. I never forget Coach Buddenhagen because he always says every night that he sees me, he loves my haircut. You know. <laughs> but uh, um, no, I I don't forget those kind of things. And those, that's that's friends. Yeah. There and. And it's, it's kind of fun, in a sense, when you get those interactions with coaches outside of the game mm-hmm. that 
are, and I think ninety nine percent of the time, very cordial. It oh. could be, it could be a hundred percent of the time, and you're, and but it's even more meaningful, like you said, when it's a situation that's beyond basketball, beyond yep. everyday life, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, when you're out on the floor, they have a professional job to yep. do, just like what we do. Um, you know, it, <laughs> if if they don't like what we call, you. Know, I look at it and I say, that's not my problem. Yep. You, you got bigger and better things to have to worry about sometimes, and yep. and they do. But, you know, if you have to take care of business in a game, you have to take care of business. It isn't yep. going to ruin if I see them the next day on the street yep. or the next, next game or whatever, correct. you know. Yep. so Everything's a new slate in yep. that regard. Um, speaking of, you know, your calls, them not liking it, things like that, are, are there rules that during your time that you've seen that were added that were that were a good addition to the game and, and helped the game along? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, um, the shot clock's a huge thing. I, I think is is benefited the game tremendously. I've I, I mean I can go back years ago um, situations that I mean you you can't stall out the last four minutes of a game yeah. and just sit there and hold it and and stand there, which I've had to do before. <laughs> um, you know, that, I think that's a great one. Um, uh, whether or not this is true or not, but mm-hmm. it seems like the high school level at some certain time, whether it's college men or college women, they, they somewhat kind of follow. Yep stuff not not always but um and and i also foresee a few other things that that i would i would like to see maybe yeah change down the road like the the college women with the foul count resetting which it's going to this year which i think is going to be a good yeah a great rule uh change um the other one is is you know the five second count, you know, unless you're, you know, um, holding the ball. Then. Yeah. I, I wish they would go to, to that, like with what they do in, at that level. But, mm-hmm. um, um, it's the one that I, I, I would really like to see as well changed, but I don't think it will because it, it's, it's not easy to referee it. Yep. Is the arc play. Yep. Um, because, not everybody's gotten that opportunity to do that at the collegiate level Correct. like some people have. Yep. Once you're used to doing it, it's not that hard to do. Yep. But it, it would be a great rule because yeah. I don't like it when somebody stands underneath the basket and thinks that they're taking a charge yep. you know, type thing. But <laughs> So those are just a couple of things. Um, do you think that's? Do you think that comes from a competitive nature in yourself that you're like, I'd rather see baskets scored in and ones versus this last second sliding and getting a... Yeah, no, I. it's just partially as too is these kids nowadays are getting to be so athletic and stuff. Yeah. And, and to take something away from a kid that's going up and being really athletic, some kid standing underneath the basket yep. is, to me you're taken away from the, the, that kid. Yeah. You know, um, I think that's the main thing. The game has changed so much over the last, I would, excuse me, I would say last 10 to 12 years, yep. but just the physicality, the, the size of the kids, the athleticism of the kids. Yep. I mean, 
you were out there this year. Yep. The state basketball tournament for the double A boys. Yep. It was sick what was going on out there as yep. far as athleticism went. Yep. I mean, I don't know who had the game. I was on the table, but there was <laughs> ten dunks in one game. Yep. One game. And and uh um that was just one. Yeah. So it was impressive. Yeah. And yeah, and and I think some of those are kind of also maybe modifications that you'd like to see. Is there any like rules that maybe you're like, yeah, I would like to see those just kind of eliminated. You kind of talked about the five second one, maybe an elimination on the dribbling portion. Yeah. Cause that even puts officials in a tough bind where I got to watch something all the way across the court when I should yeah. be watching action right here next to me. Is there any other rules that you see? Like, man, I really don't know if I like that one. And maybe it's from whether it's a gamesman position or just, it's tough to call as an official. Well, here's here's one too. I wish they would. I wish now that they're going to to uh, being these kids are being so much athletic. Uh, goaltending. Yeah. Okay. Where in at the I wish they would do it like what they do at the collegiate level. Yep. That ball hits the backboard. It's an automatic goaltend. Yep. I wish that they would go to that. It's too big of a gray area to leave that up to the to yep. the officials to say. Well, it's still on its way up. Yep. Or, you know, it's on its way down or whatever. Yep. That ball hits the backboard, boom, it should be an automatic goal 10 if it's yeah. blocked after that. Correct. And I, and I think that's, that's just me. Yeah, I think that's one of the toughest ones, especially mm-hmm. when you're doing the double A boys, the most athletic ones in the yep. state. You get that ball, it hits the backboard at the wrong spot and it gets blocked. Now I got to make a decision yep. in my head. Is I, this going up or is this, is this at its peak? Yeah. And I totally agree with you. The, the kids, and it doesn't. You know, it doesn't matter what level. I mean, yeah, you said the double A level, but you know, the, the, trust me. Yeah, they've got kids at the other levels of the A and Class B that can go up and do multiple things like that as well. And yeah. I, I just think across the board, it would it would help take that gray area yep. out from us. Correct, but. I agree completely with that one. Um, the final question is this: What would what kind of advice would you give to a younger official, a newer official? Sometimes the newer officials are a little bit older as well. So what's what's some sort of advice that you've kind of taken upon yourself that you've learned through whether it's a difficult time or a challenge that you've had? Mm-hmm. So what's something like that that you would give to a newer official? Couple things. One is I would say is always this. First of all, we don't. We don't do this for the money by any means. Is it a, can it be a decent part-time job? Yes. But never, I, I, I said this to my wife years ago when I wanted to, to go to a different level. She said, you go as far as you want to go. Just don't forget you got a family. Yep. And I think that's a key thing is just remember your families and make time for them as well. Um, because without them in, in this refereeing ordeal, um, if you don't have their support, it's not any fun. It's not any fun to go to games and if, if, if your wife's not happy yep. saying, oh, I don't want you know I don't want you to be going out two, three, four nights a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not any fun. Yep. Um, same with your kids. Remember if they've got events, go to them. You can always referee. Yeah. Don't miss their stuff. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. As much as you can. Um, and then one other thing is, is you have to have, you have to have the want to learn and a passion to do it. Because if you want to really succeed, yeah. I mean, 
There is nothing wrong with people refereeing sub-varsity games. I, there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. I'm just saying if you want to get into it and you want to be able to advance, you have to have a passion for what you're doing. Yep. And you uh, set yourself some goals. And nowadays you can go do lots of things. There's lots yeah. of opportunities out there that, that, that we didn't have. And um, so those are, those are, I guess, my my key things i would say yeah absolutely and i don't think i can really say much more to add to those things uh they're awesome and thanks for stopping by jeff i appreciate it and yeah um no thanks andrew you got a good thing going here i think uh um hopefully we can get a little interaction between us referees and some coaches and stuff so thanks yeah. a lot again absolutely thank you again and, and thank you everyone for watching this is again the iron ref podcast and we'll see you next time Thank <music> you.